Hello, hello, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Spinning Thoughts Podcast. This is Angelo coming at you, and I am joined yet again with my best friend and co-host, Brandon Robertson. Brandon, what's up, man? Yo, yo, what's going on? Oh, not a lot, man. I know you've been rushing around here to get to the studio. Been a busy day for you, huh? It most certainly has, but uh, no, no way I'd rather end it than sitting right here in the studio. Absolutely. Now, this might get a little confusing. It's going to take a little bit of adjusting because we actually have another Brandon who is going to be joining us here. We're super... Oh, my goodness. No. <laughs> the best name on the planet, right? It is the best name on the planet, yeah. So, without further ado, please help me in welcoming Brandon from Spill. Brandon, how's it going, man? Good, man. How you doing? Oh, doing really awesome. It's a great start to 2017. How are things on your end with the new year? Oh, it's awesome. It's uh, just getting shows and stuff all planned out and just getting kind of uh, situated in here. Yeah, you guys, uh, the band really kind of ended 2016 on an awesome note uh, with your new album, which we're going to talk a little bit about here uh, as we dive a little bit deeper into the podcast. But before we get into some things about Spill, let's talk a little bit about you, Brandon. Uh what bands are you jamming to right now? What are you listening to? Uh, most listening to right now, a uh, band called Diarrhea Planet. Yeah, you guys played um, a show with them recently, didn't you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Diarrhea uh, Joyce... Planet or Diary of Planet? <laughs> Diarrhea uh, of Planet. Okay, so like gotcha. uh, like the bow, like the bowel movement. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually have never really listened to them before. Uh, how would you describe them? Oh, it's uh, it's just like a straight rock and roll band. They have four guitar players. Oh uh, wow! Yeah, just Pulling a lot of like Leonard soloing. Skinner, and, huh? Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. Awesome. We'll have to check them out. Maybe even get them on the podcast here soon. Would you recommend you absolutely it? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely recommend it. Awesome. Now, you know, you're talking about some bands that you personally are jamming to, but uh, mm-hmm. what about some bands or artists that help generate the sound of Spill? Is there any kind of influence that you guys really pick up on or lean on? Yeah, we take a lot of uh, just kind of like 90s uh, emo-ish pop punk. Uh, I kind of think like um, Archers of Loaf, uh, Sunny Day Real Estate. Then move on to like late 90s, early 2000s pop punk, like Smoking Popes and random shit like that. Nice, man. Very cool. So, Spill, you guys are from, and I'm going to try to say this correctly. I'm from Pennsylvania, too, so I should know it. But you guys are from (laughs) Lancaster, PA, right? Yeah, that's it. You got it right. Yeah, Lancaster. Nice. So that's where you guys are based out of. Yeah, we're uh, two of us are in Lancaster, and then the other two are from Philadelphia. You born and raised there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I grew up here. All Is right. that Amish country? In Amish country, yes, indeed. <laughs> are you Amish? <laughs> I am not Amish, as no? I play an electric guitar. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah, that'd be difficult <laughs> otherwise. So what's the music scene like out your way? Uh, out here, it's, uh, it's actually pretty healthy. Um, a lot of touring bands come through, but... Local stuff, it ranges from hardcore and pop punk to, like, metal bands and stuff like that. Uh, About two years or so ago, I actually went out to Lancaster and saw Ringo Starr. I can't remember the venue, but I saw Ringo Starr. It was awesome. Jesus, that's awesome. Yeah. I didn't know he played here in Lancaster. It was some (laughs) theater. um, It was probably American Music Theater. That is correct. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Nice vent. You guys ever play there? No, no, no. Like, that's... um, like people like Ringo Starr would play there. It's like, uh, 
like huge. They were like, Ringo's backing band that day. You don't recall that, Inch? Say that again. They were Ringo's backing band that day. <laughs> oh, Spill was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how yeah. I missed that. <laughs> uh, I can't believe you missed it. Yeah. So Lancaster, for those who don't know, it's kind of on the eastern side of Pennsylvania. So I was curious, are you guys more of like a Pittsburgh fan or Philadelphia? Uh, Philadelphia, for sure. Yeah, so does, does yeah. that count for like sports <laughs> and everything? Loser. Yeah, uh, that's. That, I don't know. We're kind of split around here for like football, but uh, for baseball, which is what I primarily watch, it's definitely Phillies. Yeah, there you go. You following uh, football at all right now? Uh, yeah, off and on, kind of. We're but, uh, uh, not too much. I'm I'm a Ravens fan, so that's okay. like this kind of this kind of area. Yeah, I know. So you guys, you guys from Pittsburgh don't like well, me. Well, I'm not a Steelers <laughs> fan either, but I'm a Browns fan, born and raised oh. uh, in Ohio. Yeah, yeah, man, I'm I'm sorry about that. Oh, yeah, me we too. all are. <laughs> yeah. We me all too. are. So, what's the most fun thing to do in Lancaster, PA? Oh man, um, drugs. <laughs> Gee, yeah honestly probably drugs or alcohol um, yeah yeah there's not there's some stuff to do but uh yeah if it's a friday or saturday night i'm probably out of the bar there you go very cool so to get a little bit deeper now into your band spill uh as we kind of alluded to a little bit off the air and everything uh spill just released your debut full-length album top 10 correct Yes, that's correct. Well, hey, congratulations on that. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you so much. Quite an accomplishment. Yeah, big milestone. So how's the reception been so far? It's, it's actually been pretty well, surprisingly. Um, we had like a tour the first week it came out. It was about seven days. And all the shows were great. We played a couple of sold-out shows in our hometown. and Killer. then Yeah, and just uh, you know, people have been digging the record, which is awesome. Well, that's good to hear, and, uh, you know, it's only been out for about uh, right under a month. I think it was released on the 16th of December then, right? Yeah, yeah, on the 16th. How long did you as a band spend working on it? Um, we started uh, recording that, oh, man, in March of last year. And actually, yeah, March 2016 is when we started recording. Okay. And we spent about two months before that writing it. So how long has Spill been together as a band? Uh, since like, uh, May of 2015. Okay. So you guys are still in your infancy. Yes. Yes. Still we have, uh, we have one, one EP out and then the LP just came out this you know past month. Awesome. Yeah. A lot of really good tracks on there. And we're actually going to listen to one in its entirety here in a little bit. So we'll get to that, but, um, Can you answer a question for me, Brandon. So this has always mm-hmm. been very confusing to me. EP extended play, right? Yeah. Got four songs on it. LP limited yeah. play has twelve to fifteen songs. Why why is it worded that way? Can you give me an explanation? LP's long play. Is that what it is? Long play? Yeah, yeah, it's it's long play. Oh, I always thought it was limited play. Gotcha. Cleared well, it yeah, right so it up. It goes like a, like a single and then to like a demo, which is like two or three songs and then an E P and then L P. Gotcha. There we Cha-ching. go. Brandon, you there we go. Brandon Mission. from Spinning Thoughts, you've now just been educated by Another brand, and it's really well, obviously magical. Brandons are the smartest people on the planet. The smartest so. ones, <laughs> no I'm, doubt. I'm, I'm always looking out for other Brandons, and I appreciate that. I can feel it. There's a heart to heart connection. You've, you've got to. So, Brandon, what what was the band hoping and still hoping to accomplish with uh, the release of Top Ten? Uh, it's just, uh, I mean, with with us signing to No Sleep and then putting the record out, 
the whole goal for this is to just reach more people that might hear our songs. And, you know, I think we're doing a pretty good job at that right now. I'd say you are. Yeah, especially since, like we were saying, the band's still in its infancy. So you have a lot of, you know, momentum and and you're definitely capitalizing on it. And talking a little bit about No Sleep Records, how'd you guys get all that lined up? Uh, They're based out of California, right? Yeah, based out of California. Um, Honestly, just... um... Like, I've liked a lot of stuff that No Sleep has put out in the past. And it's just been random stuff of, like, you know, hitting them up and and past bands. And then just keeping Chris, who's the label head out there, yeah, just kind of uh, notified of what I'm doing musically. And so I've talked to him in the years past. And then this, this record was coming out and he was all, he was into it. So we released a record with him. So is there, like, um... Like, are you guys with them for, like, an, a certain amount of time? Do you have, like, some sort of agreement on the amount of, like, albums you have to put out? What, what are the, the terms of this? Yeah, we have we have this record going out with them. And then after, you know, this record has gone through its cycle, uh, we can decide if we want to release another record with them. Awesome. So it's 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 pretty much like an open-ended kind of, kind of thing. So they set you up with a, a one-album deal rather than a, you know. Yeah. Or is it's it based a, it's on a, a period of time? It's a one out. It's a, like a one album deal with an option to to go ahead if both parties want to do that. Were there other labels that you guys were looking at, or other labels that were looking at you? Um, definitely other labels that we were like just kind of that would be cool. You know, every I think every band has a dream list of yeah. certain labels to work with. Um, so yeah, there was there was a couple people that for whatever reason, something didn't materialize that we were like, oh, okay, that could be a cool option or that, that wouldn't be a good option. Um, but yeah. So, so how much influence did the record label have on the creative process of top 10? You know, you, you hear some bands that try to stay away from labels because uh-huh. sometimes they are a little, you know, picky in that process, but then some are very, very open. We've talked to many bands actually more so that, have that creative sovereignty. What's it like on yeah. your end for this? I mean, I think uh, uh, the size of our band and the labels that we work with, um, artistically, the labels don't get involved at all. The the record was already done. Oh, and that's recorded. nice, dude. Yeah, it was already recorded when you know we sent it to Chris, and Chris was like, "I love the record. I want to work with it." And I think that's his general rule of thumb is that he likes to hear what bands are doing, and he likes to release that I think as opposed that's a... to. Yeah, that's the way to go, I think. That's a a great change that's happening in the music industry, period. So I remember uh, Jimmy Page saying that that was one of the reasons that they signed the Zeppelin sign with the label they did is because they had free reign of creative, uh, what did he say? What was the term? Artist or or whatever it was. And, you know, that's what made Zeppelin decide to go with that label. So obviously the music industry didn't work that way back then. You got signed to a label and they kind of took control. Um, So, you know, there's pros and cons of what we got going on right now in 2016 in the social media age. Uh, Mm -hmm. And that seems to be one of the pros is that, you know, there's a lot of indie music out there that that you kind of get to decide the, the creative freedom of the music that you're making rather than your label. Yeah, absolutely. So, Brandon, one thing that I really, really liked as I was starting to do some research on Spill and and really diving into all the content that you have out there, one thing that I really, really liked 
was that you released top 10 on vinyl. Now, Brandon and I here at the Spinning Thoughts podcast, we are big time vinyl junkies. No doubt. Uh, But a lot of bands are still hesitant to approach this platform. So why did you guys, especially for like a first full length album, why did you guys decide to release top 10 on vinyl? Because his name's fucking Brandon. I'll tell you right now. (laughs) I think honestly for, for what we do is, you know, this isn't my first band that I've been in. And, you know, I, I kind of grew up in a, in a pop, like a punk subset of music where, uh, you know, vinyl records, even if they weren't, you know, commercially successful, that's kind of just what, you know, these bands put out. And so, yeah, I just wanted to put out, you know, vinyl. So, and I think a lot of our friends like it. So I was just kind of thinking on that, like, well, if my friends listen to vinyl, I think we could probably sell a couple records. Yeah. Yeah, A couple. Are, Are you, are you really into the vinyl medium? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's awesome. Yeah, it's uh, me and Brandon. It's something that that really kind of keeps our musical passion alive, and and I think Heart that down. it's picking up big time. And it it just actually, in my opinion, it just gets you closer to the band. I that's why I oh, love yeah, vinyl. Sure. You feel like they're in the room with you. You know. Yeah, my one of my one of my jobs like out of college was working in a record store, nice. and so I just like you know you can it's it's different. Like you're sitting out there like listening to music. And you have like that big piece of artwork and right. you can read all everything. And it's all, I don't know. It's just, there's something about it. Especially, you know, with all the technology, social media, we, we become so desensitized and in our attention spans become so limited. I think vinyl assists in kind of bringing us back to really sitting down and not just listening, listening to a single track, but an entire album. The whole so. record. Yeah. I was actually talking about that a couple of days ago to get off track, I guess. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, like I, I just don't feel like people really actively listen to records anymore. It's singles or it's like a couple of songs some artists did. So that's what's nice about a record is you're you're not I don't want to say you're forced, but you pretty much have to listen to the whole thing. And right. I think that's a good thing. So, Brandon, is there a, a favorite track from top ten that you personally have? <sighs> yeah. I mean, I think I think my favorite track is one of the simplest ones, uh, the track called All Right. Yeah, I, I love that one. Just, yeah, it just kind of has like, like a, a, minute like a little grungy vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a super quick one. We're actually going to be playing um, All Right as the intro. Yeah, everyone at this point would have already heard it, um, but it, huh. it's the intro to uh, this episode. So great track there. Now, this is a tricky question to answer, but I think that if you have a favorite, you, you have to have one that maybe isn't your favorite. Is there one on the album that maybe you wish you could have done differently? Let's be or... clear, your least favorite. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think it was actively put last. Uh, <laughs> uh, so stop, stop drinking my beer. And it's not, I don't think it's a bad song. I just right. think it's kind of, I don't know, it doesn't fit in with everything as well as I wanted it to, I think. You can't have good without quote yeah, unquote with, bad, right? And, yeah, without what's bad to me. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so, <laughs> but uh, I appreciate you elaborating on that. Now, um, another kind of area that I'm always curious to talk to bands about is when you're going through and, and kind of laying out all the tracks of the album, was there any tracks that didn't make the cut? Um, no, there was no, we didn't record extra songs and then, or, you know, cut songs out. Um, 
as far as what we did when we were writing the record, we would demo it out. Yeah. And there was definitely like, you know, five or six songs before we went into the studio that we knew we didn't want to do. Yeah. So that's kind of where the cutting process was. Awesome. Yeah. It, hey, it makes it a lot easier then as you're kind of laying oh, out, yeah. the, you know, the the lineup for the tracks on the album. So uh, very, very cool. Now, um, on the topic of Top 10, it's a fantastic album. So I recommend all of the listeners uh, who are checking out this episode, definitely go and purchase this album. It's worth the, uh, I think it's on iTunes for like eight ninety nine or something, which is a for great sure. deal. Uh, if you're a vinyl junkie like me and Brandon and Brandon, uh, definitely uh, look to purchase. Do you still have vinyl uh, records available for purchase? Yeah, I think I think there's some in the store from No Sleep. Awesome. Very cool. Uh, so what we want to do right now, Brandon, is we want to play uh, a track from the album Top 10. We're going to play in its entirety, Can't Keep Cool. What do you think? Sounds great. Awesome. All right. So without further ado, it is my pleasure to play in its entirety, Can't Keep Cool from Spill's debut full-length album, Top 10. Let's check it out. Picture in a locket and it's shoved out in my pocket Cause I'm 
So that was Can't Keep Cool by Spill off of their debut full-length album, Top 10. Uh, Brandon from Spinning Thoughts, I feel like I got to make sure the listeners know who I'm talking to. Uh, what are your thoughts on that track? Dude, I fucking love it. The whole album. I, you weren't lying. Purchase it. Do it, it. It's rock and roll, you know, and, and I think that the band kind of describes it as something you grab a beer to and, and just kind of rock out. It is reminiscent of, you know, just straight, you know, rock, and, and, and that's lacking a little bit these days with all the, you know, synthesizers and things like that. So this is definitely something for those who like to, to rock out. Now, Brandon from Spill, uh, anything that you want to let us know or the listeners know about that track in particular, Can't Keep Cool? Yeah, I mean, about that track in particular is uh, it's pretty uh, self-explanatory if you listen to the lyrics. It's yeah. just about actually, honestly, getting into a fight with someone and getting drunk and passing out in the pool and just, like, waking up beside the pool. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was... Honestly, like, all my songs are pretty much, like, diary entries. They're, they're real stories now, that I just kind of pulled. Now, that one is diary, not diarrhea, correct? <laughs> yeah, that's diary. <laughs> so... Now, Brandon, Spill recently played some dates, I believe, back in December with Thin Lips leading up to yeah. the album release, right? Mm-hmm, that's so, correct. So how'd this string of shows go? They were awesome. I mean, every every night was really well attended. Um, just It was great to be out with Thin Lips, who are a great band and some great friends from Philadelphia. Yeah. And yeah, it was, it was a hell of a little time. Did any of them have diarrhea? God. You know what? I didn't ask that personal question. Yeah, no, that, <laughs> I don't know how close you have to be with somebody to really uh, proceed with that kind I mean, of question. I mean, if you're touring with them, you might as well ask, dude, do you have diarrhea or what's up? Well, I don't know. I probably wouldn't go that route. But um, so, Brandon, was there an official like release show for the new album? Yeah, we had one uh, in our hometown, Lancaster. Uh, our... Uh, our guitar player works at a pizza shop and it's like this just really cool pizza shop. And they decided to, to close the place one night and we just had like a party there. Oh, hell yeah. Dude. Yeah. It was awesome. Is the pizza any good? The pizza is great. It's awesome. They they're, they're like, they're like a pizza and like a craft beer, like takeout nice. place. Got it. So yeah, it, it was, it was awesome. Does it get any better? You, you're releasing an album, you're playing, at a place that provides badass pizza, craft beer. Does it get any better? No, it doesn't. I don't think so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't think so either. So uh, does Spill have any touring plans for 2017 to continue supporting the new album? Yeah, so far we have uh, a tour in March that we're just about to announce with our friends. Uh, they're also on No Sleep. They're called Aficionado. They're from Albany, New York. So we're oh, okay. going to be doing that most of the, most of the month in March. Awesome. Killer. Are you guys uh, going to be heading over to Pittsburgh at all? Yeah, actually, we're playing Pittsburgh, I think, March 13th. Where? I think. Uh, it's called Mr. Roboto Project. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Where's that at, Ange? That, I think, is uh, closer to Lawrenceville, if I'm thinking correctly. Really? I could be wrong. Let me let me t take a look. What's it called? Mr. Mr. Roboto Project? Yeah. Yeah, good venue. I know a lot of bands head over. There's a ton of venues here in, yeah. in Pittsburgh. Have you guys played in Pittsburgh before? Not this band. Okay. Uh, but I've definitely been in Pittsburgh before playing shows. Well, we'll definitely uh, make our way out to the show, and we'll uh, hook up oh, over yeah. there and, and maybe chat a little bit more on the podcast. It says there's two, man. There's one on Wood Street and one in the Strip on Penn. Well, you know, I don't know. Cool. I'm not the uh, <laughs> venue owner. But, um, Brandon... 
as I was looking through, kind of doing my due diligence, I always do mm-hmm. as much research as I can on the band that we're talking to. So as I was looking through some of your social media, uh, we found some content of Spill gaining some reach and exposure over the pond in the UK. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. So sure. did, did you guys like tour over there? We did. We toured uh, in May, not in UK, but in May of 2016, we did a tour of uh, European Union, like eight countries in there. Wow. Yeah. How, how was that? It was awesome. It was a lot of fun. Uh, we It was my first time in Europe proper, and yeah. we played a couple of shows in Germany, uh, Italy, France. We Jeez. went to like Croatia and shit like that. So it was, it was cool. It was eye-opening. What's the biggest differences between playing in the States and over in, like, the Europe area? Uh, at least for, like, small bands, the the people that are putting the show on actually give a shit about you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, yeah, that's a good thing. So, yeah, like, uh, if you play a club in, in the States and you're not uh, a hugely, wildly successful band, you kind of get shit on. Um, but every yeah. night while we were in Europe, we got... You know, everyone made sure we had food. Everyone brought us drinks. People gave us places to stay. It was uh, the most hospitable tour I've ever been on. Do you have That's plans? Awesome. Do you have plans on going back over there anytime soon? Yeah, yeah, we're we're trying to get back there. Uh, probably like later this summer in 2017. Where were the hottest women from? The hottest women. Um, honestly, I I love Germany a lot. I, I Germany, think. all right. Yeah, I do think you, it was. Do you play there. in Czechoslovakia or we Czech didn't. Republic? No. No, we didn't do Czech. I hear the women over there good looking. <laughs> in, in Czech I, I had I hadn't heard that, but I I'm not like really listening too much about that though. But no. well, <laughs> you know, as we established er- earlier in this episode, Brandon's got to look out for one another. You know, so um, you know, Brandon, <laughs> Brandon I'm sure yeah, that's just that, gave me that, that was great my advice. whole thing. I was looking out for this Brandon. <laughs> Well, when we go back, I'm going to make sure I hit Czech Republic. No doubt. <laughs> and then let us know. Maybe uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get more we'll insight yeah, into the question. So was there a favorite moment of jamming over across the pond on, on that side of the world? Favorite moment? Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, I, I think the first the first show that we played there, like the first night we got off the plane and, and drove um, – it was just kind of surreal to think about, you know, being like, you know, 4,000 miles away from home and playing somewhere to people that should not know your band at all. So I think that was my favorite moment just because it was incredible. Like, it was just crazy to just to think about that. I think it's a pretty cool uh, accomplishment and um, it's got to be tough. I mean, what, what goes, how do you even get something like that? lined up how much involvement did you and the band have or did the label really take on that responsibility give us some insight on that oh yeah uh well that we didn't have a label at that time wow okay um so for for what happened is i know a a friend of mine lives in germany and i met him through playing shows uh, in the states and he runs like a booking agency over there and yeah he just likes our band and he wanted to to have a server there so that's pretty much how that happened awesome very cool now brandon here on the spinning thoughts podcast we like to incorporate different segments and, and some are recurring and some are newer uh that mm-hmm. we try to almost create in, in honor and in, in being inspired by the band or artist that we're talking to so we're actually going to do two 
different segments. One's a newer one, and one is uh, a segment that we do quite often. A classic. That, yeah, a, a very classic segment. Um, so we're going to actually kick off with a new segment. Now, um, just uh, on Monday, Monday the 9th, which as we're talking right now, that's today. But when everyone listens to this, that'll be yesterday. Um, we actually talked to Matt from Def Havana. They're from the UK. Have you ever heard of Def Havana before? No. Really, really awesome band. Uh, and it was actually the first time that the Spinning Thoughts podcast did an interview with a band from outside the United States. So okay. um, I created a new segment for Def Havana, uh, and it was called The Revolutionary Music War. All right. So um, basically, here's what it is, and we're going to have you play it as well. But basically, okay. the, the Revolutionary Music War is I, I take American bands and British bands and ask you which one you like better. We try to keep them as similar as possible just to kind of see who's, okay. who's got the, the edge on the music. Now, we got the British perspective from Matt uh, from Def Havana, so we're looking to get your American perspective on this. You down okay. with that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think British are going to win, but yeah. We're going to we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're going to find Believe it or not, though, uh, and I didn't tally it, and maybe I should have, but it seemed like Matt actually was naming Chose more American. Yeah, more American okay. bands than, than British. Fucking America! Yeah. <laughs> so um, this will be the second installment of the brand new segment, The Revolutionary Music War with Brandon from Spill. You ready? Sure, let's go. All right, so. The American band will always be named first, and British band will be named second. So to kick it off, just tell me which band you dig a little bit more than the other. The Doors or The Who? Uh, the Who, for sure. Okay, awesome. I, I love them both. I'm a big Jim Morrison fan, so I may lean towards The Doors. Brandon, okay. uh, I also will go with The Doors. Okay. All right, next up would be The Beach Boys or The Beatles. Oh, hands down, the Beatles. All right, Beach Boys. Okay, no, I'm just kidding. I got you there for Beatles. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think it's uh, unanimous here. That's We're, worldwide. Yeah, though. I, I don't mean, care where you're Beach from. Boys, Beach Boys rule for sure, but yeah, no, but nobody's Beatles. beating the fucking Beatles. Yeah, no man. one beats the Beatles. Yeah. Um. All right. So next up would be Green Day or Coldplay. Ah, uh, Green Day. America. Did you Did you listen to their uh, new album? I haven't heard the new record. Revolution Radio. It's no. fucking awesome, dude. Is it good? Yes. Oh, yeah. So, you know, Green Day, I never was a huge Green Day fan. And I always have been. Um, but I honestly think for 2016, I mean, 2016 had a lot of good music. It that really came out. did. Uh, people mm -hmm. talk shit about sure. new music, but there's been a lot of good shit coming out. Yeah. So and Revolution Radio was definitely one of my favorite albums that came out of 2016. So I highly recommend. Yeah, to check that out. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Brandon, take the next one. Metallica or uh, Sabbath? Uh, Sabbath. Cool. I agree, Brandon. I also uh, choose Sabbath. Awesome. Uh, Although I fucking love Metallica. Don't get me I wrong. I love Metallica. Yeah, yeah. This no. isn't dissing one or the other. Just curious no, that's, as, that's true. As to the preference. Now, these next two, I don't know how well they, they are comparable. Yeah. But Tom Petty or Pink Floyd? Tom Petty. Really? 
Yeah. Oh, wow, yeah. dude. I didn't see that coming. When I talked uh, to Matt from Def Havana, he actually went with Petty on that one, too. What? Yeah. And believe it or not, and Jesus. not to, to lean too far away from the segment, but Matt and I were then talking about, I was really surprised by it. It almost was like, you feel like somebody from Britain or the UK area would just inherently like pink floyd but mm-hmm. just not really the case um yeah you know it, yeah and, i don't think anybody and, with a soul would like pink floyd but no, uh, i'm just kidding Brandon. <laughs> I'm um i don't know they're 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 very hard to compare in that in that yeah. way but um i don't know tom petty's a badass yeah. there's no and doubt still, about and, that and still and still is cranking out great music yes so he like, is yeah this next one's real close uh, and i'm interested so you, you like punk music, right? Yeah. All right, here we go. The Ramones versus the Sex Pistols. Uh, Ramones, for sure. Okay, got uh, it. I would got probably, it. Got to go with Ramones. I would All probably right. lean towards the Sex Pistols. Matt actually uh, went okay. with Ramones, too. I would go Sex Pistols. But the problem with that is the Sex Pistols had one album. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so next up is... One of my favorite punk bands. The Stooges or the Kinks? The Kinks. Interesting. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, Brandon here on the Spinning Thoughts podcast is a big uh, Iggy Pop fan. and I do uh, love the Kinks, too. Yeah. yeah. Again, like we said, we're not dissing any other. That's, this feels weird to me to say these kind of <laughs> things because, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm dogging the other band, but, you know, disclaimer, yeah. that's not the case. I still fucking love the Kinks, but I'm going to go with the Stooges on that one. All right, Brandon. So next up in the second installment of the Revolutionary Music War is the Talking Heads or the Police. Oh Jesus, huh? That's a tough one. Yeah, and, th- and uh, then I got another one for you right after that. That's uh, that still um, involves the Talking Heads. Damn, I'm gonna have to go with the Police. Well, I guess I don't have another one because they're both American. <laughs> police. All right. All right. So we've got three left. In this segment for you, Brandon. So next up is Aerosmith or Queen. Damn it. Uh, let's go with Queen. <laughs> Queen. I, I, I love Aerosmith, and I get a lot of shit for liking Aerosmith. So do I, man. But um, uh, Aerosmith rules. But I, I will have to go with Queen. I agree. Dude, Aerosmith, especially those first couple albums, man, Toys in the Attic. Oh, absolutely. They just fucking rock. There's no yeah. question about it. Just pure, unadulterated rock man fuck yeah and i don't know who can who who can debate that (laughs) um next up would be bob dylan or donovan uh we're gonna go with bob dylan on that that would be tough to to really go against Mm -hmm. uh dylan on that one brandon what do you what do you think Uh, no I'm, i'm definitely sticking with dylan all right so this is the final question in the second installment of the revolutionary music war so um Brandon, would you would you pick the Velvet Underground or the Rolling Stones? Oh, man. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to say Rolling Stones. Oh, what a shame. Yeah. It, I mean, it's, that is a, a very, very tough one, in my opinion. That's, That's why one. I had it as last. But I know that Brandon and myself, one of our favorite artists ever is Lou Reed. Of course, yeah. from the Velvet Underground, and and they are one of the most underrated bands, I think, uh, in existence. I totally agree. But the Rolling Stones, 
you, you can't deny the fact that they're vampires and will live forever. And yeah, well, that's, that's, what's up with that? Crazy. <laughs> right. I was when I was talking to Matt yesterday. Um, we were talking about how you know 2016 really took a lot of of really amazing artists and and people from different really popular mm-hmm. famous bands, which unfortunately. If you're into that classic rock music, and and this is going to be something, unfortunately, that's going to be happening every yeah. year. You know, it's inevitable. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, people die. <laughs> it, it ain't that the truth, right? But music lives forever, and Absolutely. and that is part of the reason why uh, I love it so much. So yeah, that's uh, that was the second installment of the world famous revolutionary music war so let's give it up for brandon from yeah. spill on that <laughs> all right so brandon what we want to do here is we're winding down toward the end of this uh episode and, and again thank you so much for giving us uh your time here Absolutely. Uh, we want to introduce to you a segment that we do quite often here on the spinning thoughts podcast we've been doing it since really episode one um i'm gonna let brandon here kind of explain this segment and and hopefully uh you will oblige in participating so uh brandon go ahead and explain all right we got this little segment world famous uh podcast award winning um called lyrics as a poem all right Mm -hmm. so what you do is you take a lyric that you wrote give us a verse give us a chorus something like that and you read it to us as sensual and as poetic and as sexual as you possibly can. Does that make sense? <laughs> Just really, really kind of be eccentric with it. And look, um, we, you don't have to do a full song. We just want a verse or a chorus from, from a song from Spill. Uh, uh-huh. We Look, Brandon and I play in bands together. It is tough to to re- sometimes even remember your own lyrics when you're playing on stage but there's no doubt oh, about yeah. that but uh, to kind of say them in a in a poetic format it is <laughs> challenging and also very humorous so uh, yeah sure what do you think you down with it yeah sure let's do it all right so what we want you to do then is name the song and uh, give us the verse or a chorus and then tell us when you're done so we so we know cuz we get really okay. you know, kind of sucked into it so go right on ahead yeah Okay, so we'll do uh, Can't Keep Cool, which we play at the top of this. Yep. Um, we'll right. do the chorus. Cool. Um, I've got a picture in my pocket. Oh, no, no, wait, shit, shit, shit. <laughs> I got, I've got a picture in my locket, and it's shoved down in my pocket because I can't stand to lose. She said, I need to pray for change, but I've forgotten how to. Awesome. Yeah. Nicely done. Yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> you are amongst some of the um, some of the very brilliant masterminds in the music world uh, by joining that segment. So thank you so much. For yeah, that. you I rock, feel so man. privileged. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. So, Brandon, you know, I, I if I could talk to you for the rest of the evening, I totally would. But, um, you know, I'm sure that you've got other things to do besides uh, talking to another Brandon. And yeah. uh, to me. So uh, before we sign off you hear here, he's like, yeah, I do. <laughs> no question. Uh, before we sign off here, Brandon, we want to give you the opportunity to let your fans and our listeners know where they can find spill 
um, and anything else that really they should be keeping on their radar here in 2017. Anything that we didn't touch or anything you want us to know, now's your Shamelessly chance. Shamelessly plug yourself, brother. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, you can find um, our new record top 10 uh, via the No Sleep Store. It's on iTunes, Amazon, any digital retailer. It's streaming on Spotify. Yep. Literally everywhere that you can get music, you can probably get this record. You can go to your local record store and ask for them to order it. Awesome. Um, yeah, everywhere. Um, and then other than that, yeah, stay tuned. We got a bunch of tours coming. We will probably hit several countries and most of the U.S. this year. That's fantastic. So we'll be, yeah, we'll be out and about. You're going to be busy. Now, um, yeah. is, there, is there any, like, bef- again, before we sign off, is there any, like, big news that you think is going to, if you could like kind of look back, we were asking a lot of bands um, towards the end of 2016 that we were interviewing. Mm-hmm. If you could kind of fast forward to the same time next year. So let's just say it's like the end of 2017. What do you hope Spill has accomplished? Uh, uh, at the end of the year, I, I want us to, to have some successful tours and have a new record written. So that's kind of what we're doing. Awesome. So would you would you think that in 2018 you're going to be releasing another full length? Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Do you have any material kind of in the pipeline already? Working on it right now. Awesome. <laughs> we are looking forward to hearing more about it. And Brandon, keep us in the loop, man. We'd love to have you back on as uh, you guys continue uh, this momentum and the accomplishments that, that you have going on. Absolutely, man. Anytime. Awesome. You rock, brother. So, Thanks Brandon, so uh, stick around here as we uh, kind of get off the air here uh, so we can chat for a minute or two. But mm-hmm. I really want to thank you for your time. I honestly highly recommend everyone listening to go and find the album Top 10 from Spills, just released in December of 2016. Get acclimated if you are not already. And, uh, Brandon, thank you so much for your time here today. We really enjoyed it. Thanks so much, guys. Once again, we want to thank Brandon from Spill for joining us here on the Spinning Thoughts podcast. Brandon, what are you thinking? Do you like rock and roll? I like rock and roll. Yeah, do our fans like rock and roll? I assume so. This is a band for you. Fucking check them out. They rock. They just released their first full-length album, Top 10, back in, you know, way back in December of 2016. Oh, so years ago. Well, yeah. A year ago. So check that out. Definitely get your hands on that. And hey, while you're at it, make sure you follow us here on the Spinning Thoughts podcast by going to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, SoundCloud. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and much, much more. You can also visit our website at spinningthoughtspodcast.wordpress.com. Signing off from the Spinning Thoughts Podcast, this is Angelo. And this is Brandon, and we're leaving you from the Spinning Thoughts Podcast World Music Megaplex here at Evergreen Studios. Peace. Peace out. Peace out.